Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back. Vikings make the move. Harbaugh not in. Kevin O'Connell is. A lot to talk about over the next weeks and months on that one. Uh, I mean, it'll shift to O'Connell now. But joining us right now, Brian Sanifer. He's known for his work in basketball community. But he was a football player himself back in the day. Sandy, how, how does that strike you? O'Connell, not uh, Harbaugh. That, that's crazy. I mean, I don't know how we couldn't get Harbaugh to do it. But, I mean, hey. You know, he's got a great situation in Michigan. I mean, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I I, I think maybe he underestimated um, some of the things the Vikings would ask of him or not allow him to do. And uh, maybe he thought that it was uh, – he had the template of an offer there and, and he thought that it would just be a formality. And, and once they started to visit, it kind of fell apart, as I understand it. So um, I don't know if he's using it to negotiate or using it to, you know, get a feel-good going back there in Michigan. But uh, – <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. You know, the money's so big. You, you deal with college coaches a lot over the years, Sandy. Um, uh-huh. And the money is so big for coaches, and the pressure to win is so big. Uh, how much do do uh, college coaches, it seems to me they're always kind of measuring themselves because they know how much everybody makes in their business. That's not true of a lot of businesses. And they, they're very aware of what everybody makes in their industry, aren't they? Very aware. And, and that's why so many of them now, since the pandemic, they're adamant about trying to get in transfer portal kids because they don't want to wait to develop kids. They want to win right now so they can move up the coaching ranks and earn, earn the big paydays. The Power Five conferences rule in football, it's pretty much the same in basketball, save Gonzaga and some of these kind of uh, uh, school, uh, Duke uh, to an extent, these schools that stand are standalones, huh? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and you know, think about it. They really don't consider Gonzaga a Power Five conference, but... Yeah. They're a power five team. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, and then there's other schools. You know, Utah can be good. There's there's schools in basketball that can be good. You know, I've always wondered, uh, Sandy, and and I've never really gotten the right answer. I've heard a lot of answers, but you know, you look at what Duke has done, and I say, 
if Duke can do that, why can't Northwestern do it? Uh, a high academic school sitting in Chicago, plenty of basketball around you, plus you should be able to recruit nationally, uh, and you've got access to Illinois, not far from Milwaukee and Wisconsin, lots of hotbeds. Uh, when you look at Northwestern, and, and they've tried to do it with a Duke player, Chris Collins, and he's, he's had modest success, but, but w- w- what's missing there? W- what's the missing ingredient to a school like that? Tradition. Uh, tradition, I think, basketball-wise, I think also – you know, maybe maybe the academic stipulations to get kids in, enrolled at schools like that are a little bit lower than Duke. You know, a lot Northwestern's a high level academic school. Not saying Duke's chop liver, but Duke I don't think Duke is as high academically far as the admissions process to get in as is uh as Northwestern. So when you, when Gonzaga was recruiting your guys, Jalen Suggs and, and Chet Holmgren, what was that process like? Did it feel like you, you've had a lot of guys go to big time schools? Did it feel the same with them? Are they up to speed on that or where are they at with it? Gonzaga's first class organization. I mean, when I talked to a few subs his sophomore year going into his junior year, I, he said he didn't really think he had a shot at getting them. I said, well, I'm reaching out to you because the dad and I looked at you guys' situation. We watched on film. We felt like you guys, the way you play is, is conducive to what would make Jalen, you know, really good for your program. So I said, but in the process of it, with all the offers he has, I said, I want you to recruit him as a head coach. And, and you know, once I said that, I mean, he went he went all in, you know, like I said, he took over recruiting the kid over everybody. So when the head coach puts that kind of emphasis, and like I said, he was at more of our games than Coach Patino was. So when that happens, I mean, you know, that's a to me, that's first class, and they did the same thing recruiting Jet. So, so for most kids, is it all about the head coach? Well, I'm big on relationships. I'm big on. Uh, I want to talk to the person that's going to make the final decision and everything. So most kids in my program, I want to talk to the head coach. I, I mean, yeah, the, 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 the start process a lot of times goes with assistant coaches, but as well as I did with Ben Johnson. When Ben Johnson was calling about Braden, you know, I talked to Ben Johnson. I didn't talk to no other coach on the staff. You know, when when I talked to, uh, uh, T, you know, T.J. Oppenheiser down in Iowa State about Demari, and I didn't talk to him directly. You know, after a while, you know, I, I want to cut the chase because at the end of the day, those guys control your fate more than the assistant coaches do. Braden Carrington is who you refer to, Park Center kid. I've seen him play. He competes hard. He can shoot the basketball, and he's got toughness when he goes inside. You, you've seen a lot of these kids come through. Project him. Well, for one, I think he's going to be, he should win Mr. Basketball, number one. Let's go there. So then I say, two, he's, he's a dual threat. He can play the one, two, and he possibly the three because he can guard. He's a high-level guard. He can guard. And in the Big Ten, you have to be able to guard. And he's a, he's a, he's above average. He shoots he shoots the lights out. He's above average shooter. Uh, he can play off the ball. Or he can play on the ball. And the biggest thing with him, I think he's a competitor. He competes at a high level. He's super tough. Uh, always feels like he has the proof thing. You know, when he was a little bit younger, he had some offers that like from Florida and stuff like that. A lot of the local writers were, were questioning, you know, whether those offers were real and that type of thing about the kid. And then as we see, they were more than real. And uh, Ben Johnson, as soon as he got the job, that was he was his, him and Demarion Watson were the number one targets that he went after. And uh, I think Brady Carrington, and, and if he stays healthy, I think within, you know, within a couple of years, I'd say by his third year, I think he'd have a chance to make some money playing at a high level. 
Now, you you also have a bunch of kids out there that, you know, pretty soon this will become a question for you. They're going to be calling you saying, hey, uh, should I enter the transfer portal or not because I'm not getting enough minutes? And, and that's just the nature of the beast of this thing. What, what do you tell those kids? And, and do you believe that, that most program or Big Ten programs are going to be big winners in being able to, to, to uh, build the team through the transfer portal? Nah. I mean, I'm a, my personal opinion, I'm not really a big fan of the Big Ten far as the style of play you know i i like it it's it's kind of like a lunch pail you know oh yeah a lot of physicality and stuff like that you know i like to see more of a up-tempo i think duke duke plays a very exciting style of basketball you know gonzaga plays a very exciting style of basketball baylor uh, you know those teams play more of a more of an athletic game whereas the, the Big Ten is a really a bump and grind, kind of a tough guy type of conference, which is fine, but it's not as exciting to me as watching those other schools. Can you go into the transfer portal and get those big physical kids? Because it looks like that's what Ben needs right now. Yeah, and let's be honest, Ben doesn't have his whole team. He's got a few guys, I mean, Parker Fox and stuff like that, but I think in general, if anybody is going to benefit off the transfer portal, Ben Johnson could benefit greatly off of it because he's got a lot of young guys and he's got a lot of the D1 guys that he does have are really like kids that all came from low to mid-major schools. You know what I mean? Yeah. They had success. Jameson had success. Sutherland had success at the schools they're at. But there's a big difference between playing in the Big Ten and playing in some of the conferences those kids came from. Brian Sanifer is our guest. Now, in the summertime, you guys obviously, uh, uh, with Sizzle, uh, you, you tour the country, you, you get a lot of big-time you know, colleges, et cetera. Is that different now at the transfer portal? Uh, do, do they come out and recruit as aggressively the high school kid, or, or do they watch and kind of go, yeah, you know, maybe kind of we got to see who else shows up from another league before we decide whether or not we'll take a transfer or him? Well, it's kind of, I think right now the, the – they're being a little bit more objective about how they recruiting the kids that right now the transfer portal. What I'm finding that we're going to have some kids, you know, we got some kids that we felt like were under recruited are in the class two twenty two. They're not, they're not, they don't have any academic issues, but you got, we got some kids that are probably going to reclassify and go, go one year to a prep school and then come back out because a lot of the offers that they have now, they'll have those same ones, you know, in a year from now. So sure. that changes the game, too. You're going to have some kids that'll, that'll, that'll test the market in the prep schools because, like you said, the transfer portal are the, are the, seems to be the top priority that a lot of these D1 coaches are looking at first right now. Now, now um, would you ever think, uh, you know, there, there, there is one kind of a prep school here in, in Minnesota, but are, are, are we going to see more of those? So that that kids are going, hey, you got to transfer everything out. I, I got to just go mature a little bit more. We, we have junior hockey. We really don't have that same thing for basketball, except for prep schools where you don't lose your eligibility. Yeah, no, nah, I I have a pipeline of prep schools that I deal with. I probably would never send none of my kids here, even though these guys, you know, up and coming, they're trying to do it. But one thing about the prep school situation, when you start sending kids to prep school, those coaches want kids that they know that are division one level kids or highest level of division two because when you start playing a national schedule and a lot of those fifth year teams, you know, out there on the circuit, that you know, those kids are darn dumb kids, the only reason they're not playing division one basketball at the time is maybe because of maybe some academic issues or like I said, you know, just where kids want to become bigger, stronger, more athletic in a year and then have the D one offers. But I mean I've sent kids, you know, Deontay Robinson, Jordan Jet went to Notre Dame prep with Mike where Michael Beasley went to David Hicks, who played for me, he played at, at South Kent Prep in Connecticut with Isaiah Thomas. I mean, I probably sent 12, 15 kids to prep school. So 
you know, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, I have a kid now currently from Minnie Academy, Isaiah Davis, plays at We United in Missouri. So, you know, he's a 3.0 student. So he didn't go for basketball. I mean, he didn't go for school reasons. He went for basketball to develop his game, become better, and help his recruitment out because he's one of the one kids that suffered from that pandemic year of 221 where no kids really got to play in the NCAA circuit that yeah. year because of the because of the COVID situation. Now, Mercy Miller, the kid at Minnehaha that you're familiar with, Master Peace son, I understand left uh, Minnehaha for Oak Hill Academy. Is that what he did? Yeah, that was you know, that was a choice he made. End of the day, is that is that is that a peer prep school or is that what is that considered? It's a, it's one of it's a very good school as far as the tradition that they've had. But Mercy Miller already committed to Houston. I mean, he got his. Let's be honest, the Mercy the, the Miller twins obviously are good kids, but they really didn't have a name until they walked in the doors of Minnehaha Academy. No, all of a sudden, the boom, they were everywhere. Yeah, so, you know, Minnehaha Academy and Sizzle had the stage, and they took advantage of it like all kids. So, I mean, I, we wish them well, but Mercy's already committed, verbally committed to University of Houston where his dad went, so he could have he went to Miles Park Academy and he's still going to University of Houston. It wouldn't matter where he went. But he's a player, huh? He's a hell of a player. Yeah. Hell of a player. Yeah. I mean, you watch him big guard like that, freshman. He's handling the pressure, all that stuff last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got a chance. I think he's got a chance. He's got a chance to be a pro, I think. If he can get Kendrick to progress at the rate he is, I think he's going to be really special. All right, Sands, appreciate it. Always fun to get an update from you, and we'll be in touch. No doubt about it. Appreciate you. You bet. Brian Sanford, nice enough to join us from the Sizzle program, but so much more. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.